Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, is I, your friendly neighborhood moviegoer, John L., here again. Another movie, another review, ready to go. What are we talking about today? Missing. <sighs> Folks, when I tell you that uh, I didn't have anything, anything anticipated for this movie, that is the truth. January is a movie month where I'm taking complete shots in the dark because I am committed to giving you guys as many uh, reviews as possible. And Missing is right there uh, with the review that I had for, uh, for the movie Plane where I didn't have any expectation. Like, I didn't even have a low expectation for this film. I didn't watch its uh, a spiritual predecessor, uh, Searching. Didn't watch that a few years ago. Uh, made by the same people. This one, only reason I went to go see it in theaters was because it was getting good buzz from fellow movie lovers around the globe and my favorite uh, movie reviewers online via the YouTubes and the socials they were giving us some love so I said to myself let me go see this movie see if it's really any good and uh, give you guys my feedback on it so before I give you my feedback on this movie let me walk you through the synopsis here this movie stars a young actress by the name of Storm Reed. She's a 19-year-old actress who currently uh, matriculates at USC out on the West Coast. Uh, very lovely young lady. I watched an interview with her on Kimmel not too long ago. I think this past week uh, promoting her movie. Uh, seems like a, a very positive young lady uh, good head on her shoulders and stuff like that hopefully we see more uh, more work from her in the future the only reason I myself had any any reason to watch this movie as per people on the cast was because of Miss Nia Long now, if you're a man of my age we grew up loving us some Nia Long. Um, Nia Long has been around for quite some time. Um, I believe the first time I ever was introduced to Nia Long was Boys in the Hood back in 92 or 91, I think. One of the two. Um, and then after that, stuff on Fresh Prince other films and series that she was on um so Miss Nia Long uh, I felt bad for her when all that drama came down um with her personal life over the last year or so uh but at least she's still working and, and doing the acting thing here in this movie 
missing. Uh, this particular movie was distributed by Screen Gems. That's relatively a new distributor to me. Um, the uh, the movie's rated PG-13. It's a mystery slash thriller. Uh, runtime is an hour 51. And it was um, released wide on January 20th, 2023. Now, I want to say that a lot of the time when movies involve teens even when I was a teenager unless the trailer did something to move me I never really watched those movies um don't know why just never gravitated towards them and I didn't gravitate towards this movie but because of all the positive feedback it was getting I said why not so the synopsis goes as follows when her mother disappears while on a vacation in Colombia with her new boyfriend June's so um, Storm Reed her character's name is June uh, Nia Long plays uh, Storm Reed's mother in the film um, June's search for answers is hindered by international red tape <coughs> stuck thousands of miles away in Los Angeles June creatively uses all the latest technology at her fingertips to try and find her before it's too late but as she digs deeper her digital sleuthing raises more questions than answers and when June unravels secrets about her mom she discovers that she never really knew her at all yes and no <coughs> just to that particular part yes and no Right, yes to the fact that she uncovers secrets about her mother but that she never really knew her at all and eh, not so much and I'll get to that so this movie is very technologically savvy as the synopsis explained she used all the latest technology available to her in order to find as many clues as she could as to the whereabouts of where her mother was and things of that nature this girl wouldn't stop she was committed she wanted to she, she didn't leave any stone unturned in regard to wanting to find her mother but not only did she find out information about <coughs> her mother, she also found that information about her mother's current boyfriend. She also found that information about her mother's friend who was a lawyer. She unraveled all these different pieces, which led to this multi-layered story in the movie. I understand the I don't want to call it a gimmick but I understand the point of view that they used um, to visualize the movie right everything was taking um, was taking part in front of a laptop screen for the majority of the film because that's where June spent the majority of her time either in front of a laptop screen or in front of a phone screen right 
And I understood that being the vehicle that they used in order to make this feel real to today's society, right? I think they executed that very well. And I think it worked the same way in that film Searching that they did a few years back in 2019. So they did a good job with that. They also did a very good job in, like I said, developing the layers of the storyline, the twists and the turns, like playing like a murder mystery in a sense, right? Let's say you feel like you're hot in the trail of the, let's say, the murderer, right? Like a whodunit. And every five to seven minutes, you think you know who the person is who kidnapped her mom in this case, right? And then they totally turn that particular suspect on its head. And it's like, oh, it can't be them now. Not because that person was killed or anything like that, but because new information was brought into the fold. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's interesting. That's cool. So I thought that was done. That was well done as well uh, during the movie. There was a point in the movie in which they were watching some footage of when uh, her mom was switched out at some point on the way to the airport when they were still in LA before they went to Columbia. And that's where the, the, the person of interest, the real person of interest, uh, became more visible, right? At that point, I didn't get that until the end of the movie. I'm usually, and this is on the humble, on the Humbelskis. I'm usually very sharp on that stuff. Like in the beginning when the, cause it was, it was like the second or third time they had run through that footage of the, of the mother getting into the Uber with a driver who had a baseball cap. And at the beginning of the movie, you get introduced to June's situation, uh, who her father was, uh, the, the trauma that she went through when her father, quote unquote, died um, and things of that nature. And for everything to come together by the end of the movie, I thought that was well done as well. Like I said, it was very layered. So many different pieces to the story, but everything added up really, really well. I would have caught on to who the person of interest was the killer was in this case right or the person who was um the brain behind this whole thing because her mother's identity was impersonated by another female at one point um there was also a misdirect and a mislead during the movie about who was messaging who um in both directions so that was a thing. So there were so many different misdirects 
in the movie. That's what made it interesting. And you thought, oh, man, it can't be this person. Oh, man, it's that. Oh, my God, it's really that person. And I was like, oh, that was that was smart. So what I'm trying to say is that the writing was really, really well done. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Um, but I felt like I should have caught on earlier to what would have went down because I'm usually, like I said, smart to that sort of stuff. But I wasn't. I was so enthralled in the movie and what was going on. I missed the whole entire thing because a lot of the time, if I catch on early, it then becomes very predictable for me. So because in this case, I didn't catch on early, I just got engulfed in the movie, which I think, not I think, it is now my belief that this movie did exactly what it set out to do um, in the patterns of confusing the audience in some points, misleading and misdirecting them in some points, and then at the end of it, after the climax, concluding it in a way where we say to ourselves, wow, that was gratifying. That was a nice ride. That was a good roller coaster. I can appreciate that. Now, with all that being said, do I recommend this movie? Of course I do. Now, you guys are listening and you're saying to yourself, well, John Allen, you, you recommend the majority of the movies that you watch. Folks, I'm telling you that the majority of the movies that I'm watching in this month of January, I had no interest in. I would have never bothered. I probably would have never even watched them on TV or streaming. Uh, so I'm taking shots in the dark with these movies here. I, I'm taking another couple of shots in the dark with movies this week. Um, this week I got coming up, Knock at the Cabin uh, on Thursday. Thursday morning, actually. Uh, I'm deciding to go watch a film I was vehemently against in A Man Called Otto. But I'm watching that for the sake of trying to understand the divisiveness um, in critics' reviews and fan reviews when it comes to A Man Called Otto. And then I'm going to try to convince my friend to go watch this Infinity Pool movie because all I'm hearing is good things about it. But here with Missing, folks, good portrayals by all the individual actors, teenagers being teenagers, in this day and age, I thought the young, the younger part of the cast did their thing. Ania Long, you know, she was serviceable, serviceable as a mom, uh, very uh, protective and apprehensive and things of that nature, or whatever. So that, so that was believable. Um, and uh, I think she did a good job there. So, uh, shouts to old. Uh, the writers, uh, Nicholas D. Johnson and Will Merrick, tremendous job on this one. And I recommend you guys go out and watch this film. If for nothing else, if you feel one day like you just want to sit down and be taken out of your normal day to day and escape into the stuff that, uh, might not be realistic to you this is something that could be up your alley so uh that's my review on missing uh only positive things to say about it 
on my behalf. But yet again, this is a, a movie I checked reviews on before I even watched it. Sometimes I go in there, blank slate, but I had to see what people were saying. So the critics, only 92 critics, have rated this movie so far. So it's not your usual fare of over like 200, 300 critics. Only 92. Uh, certified this fresh at 84%. And over a thousand plus of us movie going folks, the audience score is at a 91%. So this is a movie that is very well liked. As of right now, it's been out for 10 days. Check it out, folks. I recommend it. I'll be back next week. Like I said, I got a knock in the cabin coming up on Thursday. Uh, a man called Otto on Friday. And hopefully over the weekend. It'll take some convincing. Uh, but I will watch Infinity Pool. If not, then I won't mention it again. <laughs> Shouts to the whole YFNMG nation all across the globe. Appreciate you guys for uh, for listening. And uh, how do I say? Uh, thank you guys for listening. And, you know, appreciating my, my movie musings. Because... I usually don't get to have these conversations with anybody, which is why I'm recording them <laughs> to see if anybody is of like mind or at least is welcome to uh, listening to a different point of view. So much appreciated to everybody across the globe. Shouts to new listeners out in Japan. I peeped that on my analytics. Appreciate y'all. Um, Latvia. And uh, shouts to my folks in Brussels, yo. Y'all, y'all be uh, y'all showing up on the download, so <laughs> appreciate you guys out there. Uh, but anyways, folks, it's been another week, another review. This was missing. Uh, this has been your uh, friendly neighborhood moviegoer, John L. Signing off. Until next time, folks. Keep doing your best. Stay well. And. Uh, Take care of each other out there. Thank you as always. I'll see you next time.